You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to yet another one of our uh, Just for Laughs phone interview podcast uh, things. Uh, joining us on this episode is Carly Heffernan. Uh, Carly, actually uh, one of the writers and also the director of the upcoming show at Just for Laughs, uh, She the People, uh, coming from Second City, Toronto, uh, to Montreal. It's a brand new version of the show. It's going to feature some uh, Montreal-only content. Uh, this is a sketch show entirely created, designed, and performed by uh, women, top to bottom, written, directed, stars, acting, all every piece of this production is done by talented uh, female performers and artists. Uh, Carly uh, was nice enough to give us a, a quick phone interview. We talked about uh, all sorts of things, what it means to be inclusive in comedy, uh, where what it's like in the comedy space right now, um, who she would love to have on stage, uh, both historically and um, currently if uh, if she could bring anyone into the into the into a she the people sketch what she would do with that um i'm gonna stop wasting your time here's carly heffernan from she the people hi hey carly how are you i'm well how are you doing Steve? i'm pretty good i'm pretty good uh, i guess i want to start things off with uh, a quick congratulations for your uh, your canadian comedy award that you, that you just ah, thank you thank you <laughs> Thank you. We're so excited. That was such a great one uh, to win, to be honest, because the ensemble of this show, the talent is so high and they work so hard. So mm-hmm. that, that just felt great. It's always nice. You're like, oh, I do it for the art and for the passion and all that stuff. But, <laughs> but the recognition is yeah, also pretty... Yeah, give me pretty... that statue. Give me that statue. <laughs> I gotta, I, my mantle's looking a little lonely. Come on. <laughs> Exactly. Every, everybody who's saying they're doing it only for the, the love of the art and stuff like that clearly has never gotten a <laughs> statue for their art. <laughs> you know? I'd be like any more of these. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, um, just like I said, I'm going to run through a couple of questions. We're going to talk about the show. Uh, obviously, super excited that it's a. Uh, it sort of keeps getting second and third and fourth lives. It seems. That's like, right. <laughs> like you're just sort yeah, of. Yeah, it's like, a cat. We get at least nine lives for sure. It's a cat of a show. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and so, do you do uh, like I, I? From my understanding, you kind of you add you do add some sort of material here and there based on sort of I guess maybe current events and uh, or maybe sort yeah. of like stuff that's on your mind. Um, is there anything sort of recently that uh, that that you that you're either have incorporated into the show or you're looking to incorporate the show? Maybe some like sub something new that you're going to be bringing to yeah. uh, bringing to Montreal. Absolutely. Every time we sort of do a new reiteration of that sh- this show, we we'll, we do let it evolve to speak to the current news cycle. So we've definitely added some pieces to reflect the here and the now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with everything that's going on in the states with reproductive rights, we definitely needed to speak to that um, at this point in time. So we've added a scene that deals with that, and it's absolutely hilarious to be <laughs> honest. Um, we have we have one that we we added, and I I gotta describe it as. A movement piece featuring the most unlikable <laughs> um, figures from the current news cycle. And okay. it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing because we just keep seeing the same faces creep up in our headlines and on our Twitter feed. And they just keep putting their foot in their mouths yeah, and making these incredible and to be honest sometimes hysterical mistakes and yeah. so we felt like we really had to incorporate that into the show as well and we've been loving that piece <laughs> we also, you know try and take a look at the city that we're going to and, mm-hmm. and um and speak to its vibe and its energy we definitely change um local references mm-hmm. to a couple of pieces to make sure that it 
feels like it hits with that hometown crowd. Um, so we're very excited to to meet our Montreal audiences because, as well, we're from the second city, so we do improv, you know, within yeah. this show. There are pieces where we are playing with actual audience members, and that brings a whole new flavor. You know, every city that we go to, audiences are very, very different. Mm-hmm. And so we're really excited to meet this uh, Montreal audience that we're going to play with and be inspired by. And you guys also, you have a bit of a bit of an insider in that regard too, right? Because you have Kirsten Rasmussen. Yeah, you're true. darn right. Yeah, she's given us all the hot goss on Montreal. <laughs> exactly, that's it. I was like, not, not, uh, like, not a full-fledged Montrealer, but she spent, what, three or four years here, I want to say? Like, uh, that's right, that's yeah. right, yeah. She, um, she spent a good chunk of time there, and there's mm-hmm. such a great comedy scene in Montreal. Yeah. It's a great place for any comedian to cut their teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in the topic of, obviously, uh, taking a look at what's going on in the news cycle and sort of bringing, bringing it into the show, is there anything that you've either work tried to work on and have had to shy away from or or anything where you're just like it's just not working because i mean like like obviously you talk about it's being able to joke about uh, women's reproductive rights that, mm. that's you, you know what i mean I, I can see that that you're like i really want to make I, sure this works before i take this on the stage like how are we going to joke oh, about for it for sure but for sure is there anything where you and, and, haven't been able to work it out to be honest, we're batting a thousand, which is amazing, but we also have the amazing traditional Second City process, mm-hmm. which is we always workshop our material in front of a live audience. So when we're looking at taking a satirical look at um, things like reproductive rights or we have a satirical scene on the disbelief of assault victims, and these are things that you wouldn't traditionally think you would find in a comedy show, mm-hmm. but these are so, these shared experiences of these female creators and and how so many women in the audience have had these same experiences, mm-hmm. and they are just having such a cathartic laugh yeah. at shining these spotlights in a humorous way on these things that we've all been through. It's a very special feeling. And just to yeah, go back to, to your question, we've been so lucky. Um, we're also working with incredibly high-caliber talent. Yeah. Here. These are amazing actors, amazing improvisers. So even when they're workshopping a scene in its sort of infancy, they're doing a really great job of it. Um, So I guess that that sort of touches on to my next next question for you, which is when we sort of, when you take a look at, uh, I guess, art as activism in a way, I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm, saying that you mm -hmm. you like have to approach everything with necessarily a political agenda or a statement piece. Do you uh, like, but is that part of your writing process? Do you, uh, how would I how would I put this? Will you say I would like to talk about uh, women's reproductive rights and sort of like put it up on the whiteboard, or are you writing a sketch and then that comes in a little more organically? If that were yeah, to say. that's a that's a that's a great question to be honest about how we sort of break that down. When we initially way back in even I'll go back to sort of the, the very very beginning of the of the show back in 2017, we absolutely got a writers room together for really talented female writers as well as myself. Um, and we basically sat around a, a room that is made of whiteboards, which can drive one insane if you are saying it too long. Um, it's like, yeah, it's it like was, it starts off looking like an insane asylum right? at that point, right? Like. <laughs> um, but it was such a, a, a great question to just ask these women, what are the things that you want to articulate to the audience right now? Mm-hmm. And there's, like, like any satirical sketch show, there's a great range of the things that people wanted to talk about. 
yes, they wanted to talk about the disbelief of assault victims. And yes, they wanted to talk about a lot of microaggressions that we face every day, from catcalling to being judged on our appearance and what we wear. They also wanted to talk about things that live on a really universal and human um, level in terms of relationships. Things like we always turn into our mothers. We can't help that. Our relationships with bo- our own bodies, mm-hmm. um, our relationships with fashion, our dating comes into it. Yeah. You know, um, and then there's also some of my favorite scenes have nothing to do with politics at all. Mm-hmm. Probably one of my favorite scenes is just a woman having an absolute meltdown because she mispronounces a word in public, <laughs> and everyone relates to it. And you can watch the audience's faces, and they go, "Yep, I've done that," and I also hated the feeling that I had. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's super interesting. So um, the next thing I would, would, would want to know where it's like, obviously the, the Just for Last Festival is kind of a, a smorgasbord of comedy options, right? And like there is yeah. one, 100%, there's definitely shows that are going to be like less inclusive than than She the People. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> like that's, that's just the reality, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but just, so how do you how do you feel about that sort of as obviously a show that takes uh, inclusivity very, uh, very seriously? Like, do you think that all comedy should be inclusive or do you think that there's, a, you don't, do you mind that pick and choosing? Because obviously there seems to be kind of a bit of a, a line in the sand of I can say whatever I want and or maybe no you can't say whatever you want funny is funny like it seems to sort of go all around right. the place is what what's your your topic on sort of like the dip or your thoughts on the different uh, I guess flavors of comedy that are uh, that are sure. out there sure well you're absolutely right at a, at a festival as massive as JFL you're there's literally going to be something for everyone um, which I think is great we definitely feel honored to be part of JFL it definitely feels like a rite of passage for comedians we all know that so many of our comedians heroes, um, you know, have played this festival before or got their start, um, mm-hmm. you know, their big break by playing this festival. So first and foremost, we're super honored. Mm-hmm. We do absolutely feel very proud that we're bringing what has been traditionally a marginalized voice um, to a festival as large mm-hmm. as JFL and expanding our audience that way. You know, the, the cast also is an amazing spectrum of these are queer women, uh, women of color, mm-hmm. um, Women over 40, which traditionally <laughs> uh, comedy has, has left a little bit uh, yeah. off the table. So we're very, very proud to bring these um, traditionally marginalized voices to the stage of JFL. Mm-hmm. For me, in terms of flavors for, for everyone in, in comedy, I definitely believe that as long as it's coming from an authentic place, the mm-hmm. comedy that's being created is being created authentically, mm-hmm. then I'm then I'm game. Then I think that there's space for everyone. I really do. Um, unless your comedy uh, goes against human rights. Yeah, <laughs> My that's... small parenthetical. Right? Uh, yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, that, that's, that's fair enough. If, uh, if, 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 you're, if you're trying to sell hate yeah. speech as comedy, man, yeah, you know, let's you know. not... Uh... And I'm not the biggest fan of prop comedy, but that's me personally. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I guess like to to each to each their own. Is, is to each their own. To each their own. One hundred percent. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, I find that I I'm, I always kind of find that that per, like personally I find that very interesting to to sort of like obviously like like there's sort of there are some some comedy nights in Montreal that that promote themselves as inclusive spaces and you know you're going to get something there that you might not necessarily get at another night and it's like I right. as as a comedy fan. I always, I agree. I feel there's room for both, as long as you sort of know what you're getting into. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh if yeah. Like, like, if you're gonna go to the nasty show and then follow it up with She the People, you could do that, but understand those are different 
different comedy events that are totally, happening. totally. <laughs> you know, I like come up like audience sort of um, accountability, where yeah. um, an audience member should maybe maybe read a show description. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> before they go to it, that would be cool. I mean, the amount of times that literally not with she the people, with she the people. Um, I think people uh, really to be honest, have a great grasp of the type of show yeah. that they're coming to. So you're so saying that's, like, been, you know, that's worked out really well for us. Yeah. But like just being on main stage in Second City, the amount of times that I talk to audience members after the show and I go, oh, I thought it was going to be stand-up. And we go, well, no. That's it says, it so says sketch. <laughs> so there's no uh, no men's rights activists have like protest the show yet, right? Like hopefully. No, you know what? Thankfully. And I've got to say, I kind of thought that we would, but... Uh... <laughs> amazing allies in every city that we've gone to. Um, so knock on wood, we've been really lucky. We haven't had any protesters outside to yeah. he the people. Um, <laughs> oh, That's not a bad sketch, though, honestly. Like, if you're just... <laughs> oh my gosh, Keith, don't. <laughs> um, so I guess, like, just to, to kind of kind of wrap things up here, uh, are there any uh, women in comedy today that you would love to have as a as a guest spot on uh, on Shoot the People? <laughs> Yes, I'm loving. Can I say two because they're in the same show, but and, I, and I've liked both of them for for many 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 years. Um, I'm loving Phoebe Waller Bridge. Fleabag season one, I loved. Fleabag season two was just <laughs> perfection. <laughs> and um, part of Phoebe Waller Bridge, my love for her is she's so smart in so many ways. Great, great actor, mm-hmm. but great writer and showrunner as well. Yeah. And uh, the proof of that is that she has Olivia Coleman in her in her series, and Olivia Coleman is just one of the absolute funniest human beings in the planet mm-hmm. and so those two if i could have those two come down and play an improv set with us i would melt into a puddle of pure mm-hmm. joy so so just to, to to expand that question even more if you were to include historical figures are there any women that you'd oh, like to get on stage well, <laughs> historical figures because okay and, and even outside really, of comedy right no, like this will be good <laughs> <laughs> if you want it i love this i love this i want joan of arc because i think her energy would be really good on stage i think she'd be a very determined performer um i'm trying to think of who i think is like a truly funny historical figure mm-hmm. um and there's something about marie antoinette that just i find her a bit funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know not a bad joke let them eat cake is like a very insensitive but not a bad joke yeah exactly <laughs> Listen, we just said there's <laughs> there's comedy for everybody. Like if I was if I was at the upper if I was in the upper class, I would laugh when she said like, Right. <laughs> I would be like, Oh my gosh, Marie Antoinette, she's nailed it again. I think she was probably very fun at dinner parties. So. Yeah, exactly. That's so like well, we know we know that one, but like what other zingers did she have in her like repertoire just like ready like commentary, you know? Right? <laughs> and I want her but I want her like I want her ghost because I because I kind of want all the humor. I feel like her humor probably took a real dark turn after uh, she was killed. <laughs> Fair enough, but I mean, but then you also you also kind of want her thoughts on like Kristen Stewart playing her, you know? <laughs> oh man, I, that's the first thing we do is we just bring the projector down and we show her Kristen Dunst playing Kirsten her, Dunst, and we just yeah, get yeah. her. <laughs> and we we basically just get all her reaction shots. That's actually great. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so just, I guess, um, j- just to wrap things up, are there any other, uh, outside of She the People, are there any other women to watch at Just for Laughs that you want to give a shout out to before we go? Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. Well, to be honest, we have, um, there's a show playing at Off Just for Laughs, Extravaganza Alganza, and they also just won a big C um, Canadian Comedy Award. 
And it has amazing women in it. It also has amazing men. It's an all-queer-identifying sketch show. Okay. Um, and it was actually directed by um, our very own and Montreal sort of own Kirsten Rasmussen. So <laughs> I would love people to check out that show as well. Cool. All right. So thanks a lot, Carly. That was awesome. Um, good luck with the show. Good luck with everything. And I guess enjoy the festivities coming up. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much. We're so excited to be there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you get to come out to the show. Oh, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Thanks. Once again, thank you to Carly Heffernan for coming on our show to talk about her show. Uh, we're excited to see it. Uh, she the People, The Resistance Continues is going to be coming to the Montreal uh, Just for Laughs Festival at the Centaur Theatre. Uh, opening night, I believe, is Monday, July 22nd. Uh, so go and check it out if you want to hear about or hear and see some of the hilarious women uh, performing uh, as part of She the People. Uh, like I said, Just for Laughs is basically right around the corner. There's a pile of shows. Go to hahaha.com to check out the shows uh listen to um other podcasts we're going to probably have a couple other uh, just for last podcasts we're getting walter and reese are obviously coming on uh go plug yourself to talk about uh rad dads and i mean also just for if you want to listen to uh podcasts about montreal montreal in the city go check out go plug yourself also on nine to five cc we're also running an oshiaga series uh trying to stay on top of everything amazing that's going on in montreal in the summer uh thank you very much enjoy just for laughs enjoy all the festivals enjoy montreal just you know enjoy yourselves guys the weather's beautiful 905.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.